Explore Milwaukee's past and its future, one building at a time. This is Urban Spelunking with On Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo and me, Nate Immig, from 88.9. To 16th and Bow this week on Milwaukee's South Side. This is just south of Greenfield, and we're continuing our mini series of outdoor spelunking. And this week we're at a horse trough. Or an animal bubbler, if you want to call it that. <laughs> there were like 30 of these public horse troughs around the city. We're talking uh, the late 1800s and then into the early 1900s. Uh, but this one is really unique because not only is it one of the, I think, the only one that's still standing, but it's the also the only one that is a pet cemetery. Yeah, a pet cemetery and a public <laughs> memorial built by this guy, R.D. Whitehead. So who is R.D. Whitehead, Bobby? So Richard Whitehead was, he grew up on a farm in Ohio and had moved to Chicago where he worked in a stable, you know, horse stable, um, and got interested in animal rights in that city. And when they founded the Wisconsin Humane Society here in 1879, they enlisted him to come to Milwaukee and serve as its superintendent. And he quickly became pretty well known around town. He was clearly very passionate about his work and what he did and about animal rights. And um, he was not quiet about it. And he was sort of, his job was to investigate cruelty to animals. And he also helped uh, build these fountains. Some of them he built with his own money, or he helped raise the money himself to build these um, so that horses and other animals, you know, which at the time, you know, you can see pictures of Milwaukee at the turn of the century, even the famous photo of somebody driving a herd of pigs down 13th Street. Um, <laughs> there were cows in the city, there were um, chickens, and of course, tons of horses. So you know, there's 30 of these around town, but this one was a little bit different. And I guess describe it for, for those who've never seen it. I have never seen this in person, but uh, it is certainly something that'll catch your attention if you can get over to 16th and Bow. So tell yeah. us, what, is the, what does this look like? Well, it's in a little triangle, in the a grassy triangle, uh, where a bunch of streets come together, where like Bow and Pearl and 16th Street all come together. So it's on this little triangle, um, and it's got a granite basically sort of bathtub shaped thing, which is where the water fountain would have been for them to drink the water. Uh, but then it's also got a big sort of obelisk sticking up, granite obelisk sticking up out of the back of it, uh, which has a brass plaque showing um, Whitehead's favorite horse, George, uh, and his favorite dog, Dandy. And if you go around the other side of it, it's got a list of all sorts of animals uh, that were his pets um, that are there. And there are dogs, and there are cats, and there are two birds, Brownie and Dick. <laughs> a lot of animals. and A lot of animals. And it says, erected by R.D. Whitehead, superintendent of the Badger State Humane Society, in remembrance of my faithful friends, Horse, George, Dogs, Jim, Flora, Dandy, Pet, Punch, Judy, and Shorty, Cats, Frank and Henry, and Birds, Brownie and Dick. And what's interesting about this is that what the monument doesn't really tell you is that all of these, except for maybe George, we're not sure about George the horse, all of them are buried underneath. See, that is, uh, I, we kind of buried the headline because there is evidence that suggests <laughs> these pets are actually buried here on 16th and Bow. Um, yes. We're going to talk more about that in the second half here on Urban Spelunking as we continue our conversation next. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. 
A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out your donor benefits and the thank you gifts to show off your 88.9 pride. And we're back at 16th and Bow at the last horse trough that is still standing in Milwaukee. Uh, also happens to be a pet cemetery. Yes. So a little bit of, little bit of <laughs> a quirky story this week on Urban Spelunking. So we talked about this, this guy, R.D. Whitehead, a lifelong animal activist here in Milwaukee. Um, he dedicated his life to animal rights and worked to form his own kind of competing humane society in the early 1900s. So let's get back to this story about, about these pets. How did these pets end up buried here? Well, what's interesting is that the, I guess the city would technic, would often give him pieces of like little bits of land on which he could put these fountains. Um, and somehow or another, he got this one. And um, with the newspaper says at the time that, um, that he had been burying his pets in white oak coffins presumably on his own property somewhere. Um, and when he got this idea for this monument and he got this piece of land, um, it said that he was going to bury them there underneath the monument. And it mentioned that one of them, Jim the dog, um, had died about 32 years ago, shortly after Whitehead came to Milwaukee. So for more than 30 years, he knew exactly where Jim the dog was buried. <laughs> along with all these other pets. And he presumably exhumed them and reburied them there. And it's funny that uh, the paper says that George the horse depicted on the plaque, um, when he dies, he will also be buried by the monument, Whitehead said. Which, you know, and we don't know if that happened because Whitehead dies the following year after the monument is put up and there's no more mention of George. So we don't know if George is really buried there or not. But it's interesting that at a time back then when, you know, People didn't really care for animals the way we do sort of in this age. Um, this must have been seen as pretty quirky because I think we might think, <laughs> yeah, I'd say. We, we might think it's quirky even now, but especially quirky then. And then the newspaper noted that uh, Whitehead said that Shorty the dog, who is one of the dogs buried there, uh, said Shorty's father was a monkey. Uh, excuse me? Uh, exactly. So... Whitehead was a quirky dude. Let's just <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say this sounds like quite the character. And yes, uh, character. so, aside from exhuming and burying his pets on this public plot of land on the south side of Milwaukee, he also was pretty active in local groups and uh, kind of a controversial, outspoken figure. He also had had a couple um, pieces in the newspaper referring to him caring for children. Yeah, it's interesting because humane societies at this back then did not just focus, I mean, they focused heavily on animals, of course, but not only on animals, also on the welfare of women and children. <laughs> and this was not unique to Milwaukee, but um, if you go through the old newspapers, Whitehead's name will come up on multiple occasions when he has come into the possession of like infant children who were like, one of them, it says that the a, an infant was left at the home of some man who then gave it to gave the baby to Whitehead. And in another case, it doesn't explain where he got the baby, but it says he's got another baby. And in, in these cases, he's and it, the newspaper says that he's putting them up for adoption, basically, like, which seems like a really weird sort of processless way to handle this kind of thing. You know, oh, I got a baby here, take it, and then you know, yes, I would say put this, it in the newspaper that sounds... somebody can. 
Sounds a little unusual. We're talking <laughs> but, 19, early 1900s here, right? Yeah, but when I was doing the research, I saw that the ASPCA in New York City um, also, you know, was interested in animal welfare, but also uh, the welfare of, of women and children. So it was not it was not unique to Milwaukee. This was something that uh, was like this all over. Weird to us now, but that's how it was then. Yeah, I mean, how? what an interesting story, Bobby. I mean, here we have this monument, this memorial that has this person's name on it. You know, I'd never heard of this guy. I never even knew about this memorial, but what a great Milwaukee story. And we probably, I, I definitely would never have known about this unless you did this research. So what got you interested in this in the first place? Well, when I first moved to Milwaukee, I lived about uh, two blocks from there. And I used to have to walk past it to my first job, which was at the Red Owl okay. on Muskego. <laughs> Avenue. So I'd walk past it every day and I was like, this is a, you know, I just thought it was a horse trough, which seemed weird, but not that weird. Um, but every now and then when I pass it, I stop and I check it out. And I was always curious about how, you know, the more I learned about it, I was like, wow, it's the only one that's still there. Why is it still there? And I'm not exactly sure why it's still there, except that I think the neighborhood has sort of embraced it as sort of this quirky, tiny little local curiosity, maybe a landmark. I don't know that might be overstating it, but definitely a, an unusual, unusual thing. And it, you know, the fact that it looks like a monument to a horse, I think, you know, sort of pulls on people's heartstrings a little bit. Well, podcasts here on 88.9 are edited by Kenny Perez. Handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from your membership and from On Milwaukee. You can subscribe to this podcast anywhere that you find podcasts, or you can go right to radiomilwaukee.org on the homepage and click on podcast to find this and all of 88.9's podcasts. And definitely check out the complete article that Bobby wrote. We've got pictures and much more than we can even cover here. So definitely go and find that article linked up at RadioMilwaukee.org. On Milwaukee's Bobby Tenzilla. Good to talk to you. Thanks. You too, Nate. Thanks.